0: What does the of Ottoman Sultan represent and is it good to keep it in the house? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim I am um, thinking if you're talking about the Ottoman sultans, you're talking about the Tura and not the Hilya The Hilya is something else, the Tura is completely something else The Tura, the Ottoman Turas, uh, different, the Ottoman Hilyas it is different Hilya, Hilya is Sharif it is a piece of calligraphy that is the, you know, if you study hard and you have a final exam and this is the biggest exam that m- makes you to become a dentist or a doctor or a lawyer the Hilya Sharif is what the calligraphers, the Hattats, they have to do to graduate, to become a calligrapher Hattat. It combines so many things, it combines so many skills, apart from that Technical part of the hilia, the hilia Sharif, it is describing the physical and the spiritual and the behavior characteristics of the Prophet ﷺ. There will be um, sayings, the description of the Prophet ﷺ physically. There is a description from Hazrat Ali describing his character. There is a description that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala put in the Holy Quran. Verily, you are of a uh, tremendous nature, that ayat is put there Sometimes they put the ayat of Laulaka, Laulaka. If it were not for you, if it were not for you, I would not have created the universes Allah ta'ala is saying in the Hadithi Qudsi. So it's there and the Hilya-Sharif If you read, of course, to know that to even look at the ayats of the Quran, not understanding, to just look at it it is a reward. It is a blessing. It is a worship to you. That's why in Islam, we put calligraphies everywhere, because it is considered a worship. Because the Holy Prophet (peace says, "To look at the Quran, it is a worship." He did not just say to read. The meaning there is not just to eat, Even just to look. So the Hilya Sharif, every Allah, they are saying. The Holy Prophet (peace be is saying. If you read my descriptions, if you know, it is as if you've seen me in the flesh, in real life. And the Ottomans they took that very seriously. So now they have hilias, and they put it in their houses because every time that you look, you get the reward as if you're seeing the Prophet ﷺ physically. This is how blessings are given to the whole nation. You understand? Not because you pay six thousand dollars to go to an Arabic course to understand the Quran, then you're going to get the blessings. These days, foolish ones, they're going to do that and they're asking the whole world to give them money. Oh, me and my wife, we're going to go intensive, six months, we're not going to work, so give me your money, every penny counts. I say, what kind of gypsy you are? <laughs> do you even know if that is halal or haram money that is coming to you? Everything is wrong now. From beginning, top to bottom, everything is wrong. Then that time you think you're going to so that we can understand the Quran. You understand the Quran through what? Through the language. You understand the Quran through the walking Quran. The Sahabah kiram they did not take the Quran and leave aside. The Prophet said to uslam never. Because the Holy Prophet to Wasallam is described as the walking Quran. His where is? They are walking Qurans. They are everywhere. To those who are looking. You want to understand, you want to bring light, you want to help. That is the way. Not by this kind of thing. Where we learn this from? Which sahabi did this? Which tabi'in did this? Which Allah did this? Which scholar did this? Telling everyone, like a gypsy, uh, I'm going somewhere to study, everyone give me your money. Please. So this is what? They have some knowledge, but completely lost their adept. No adept. No ahlak, no lifestyle, no spirit of Islam. Just knowing up and down, reading just like that. That is not Islam. It comes with the spirit. Now it comes with the belief. <laughs> are you believing that much? You believing you'll be doing that much? Reward is going to come to you. These days, people are begging me. Crying, I'm saying not necessary for you to go sometimes to this place, that place, Umrah, whatever. Crying, I have to go, I have to go, I have to go. I say, okay, go. You want the blessings of Umrah, I'm being called. You want to get the blessings of Are you staying awake after Fajr right up to Ishraq? At least Monday or Thursday? Or are you going back to sleep? Are you doing that every week? Are you doing that? Every month? Are you doing that every day? No. Then what are you going to get there? You're going to get a buzz, maybe. There is a buzz that gives. But what are you going to carry? One day that buzz is going to disappear. You go very high, you will crash. You want to get the blessings of Umrah? You stay up in one spot after Fajr, waiting for Ishraq, you pray two rakats you get the blessings of umrah and some hadith say the blessings of a haj this is your belief your sincerity in the belief you don't believe it's not going to reach you you're going to umrah uh, sitting in Firaun airplanes going to five class hotels five star hotels going shopping over there that is an umrah when you are free, then you're going to go to the Kaaba and go to Medina. No, you don't need to go. You can just stay in your hotel room. Kaaba is there at your feet. There's that little thing over there. You can have a dinner there eating. And the Kaaba is there looking. Oh, very nice, very cute. What kind of blessings? No blessings. Curse is going to come to you, we're trying to say. Not listening. There was a halifa. and the job of the Khalifa it is so heavy that he does not have time for anything, especially for the Hajj. Especially in those days, when going to the Hajj take months, half a year, maybe one year for some people, isn't it? But the Holy Prophet (peace be upon says, "The man who mounts on a horse, he enters into a marketplace." And he keeps his faith inside, saying the shahadat, and he comes out of it. There is a different meaning to that, meaning that you enter into this world, into this dunya, and you're not attracted to this marketplace. What marketplace? Oh, like malls, kind of. That in this country, they say every free time just go to the mall and shop. Yeah, like that, where everything is screaming out dunya, and everything is screaming for you to forget about Allah. And in that situation, you remember Allah, and you turn around. You get the blessings as if you've gone for a hajj. And that Halifa did that. He trusted. He believed. We have so much knowledge, we don't have belief anymore. So now, there is a hilia. Yeah. It is good to have it. Yeah. Get it somewhere. It's everywhere a lot of blessings in that but if you are talking about the tura sharif like this it is the shape like this you can have the different ayats uh, written on it this is saying bismillahir rahmanir rahim uh, originally this shape of the tura this is like the signature of the sultans it is inside of it is the Name of the Sultan, from the first to the last Sultan, and the Turay Sharif. It is very important in the Ottoman Islamic uh, Tarikat culture, because the Turay Sherif, the shape of it, is taken from the shape of the handprint of the Holy Prophet ﷺ, and they're taking that shape and making it a little bit. Artistic, just like what we are wearing here, is shaped like this, but it is taken from the shape of the sandal of the Prophet We take the sandals of the Prophet you make it artistic a little bit, and you put it high on top of your heads. We are not going to put this low. Definitely, we are not going to make a replica of the Prophet's sandals and wear it at our feet. There are some people that are doing that very unusual. I think, really? Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, that Turai Sharif, it is in the shape of the Prophet's handprint. There's a long story to that. So, maybe the world is going to discover a little bit more about the Ottomans and what they did. That their whole culture, it is a culture of Sufism. The old Ottoman culture, it is a culture of Tarikat. Everything has a meaning, and every meaning is directly related to a valley, to a prophet, to the Holy Prophet, and to Allah. Is not separate. Tulips. There is a meaning to that that is directly related to Allah. Roses, ah. clothes that they wear, food that they eat, architecture, their signs, their art, their music. You're living in a blessed society now where there is no separation. The Ottomans will come back. We are preparing ourselves for that, inshaAllah. May Allah make their return soon. Fatiha.